0: i'm doing horror express oh yeah that's got eyeballs that's got weird eyeballs and that's got weird eyeballs too oh well we got a theme then haven't we i really hadn't thought about the theme. yeah it's that staring eyeball isn't it (laughs) that that creature's balls De Hello, welcome back, everyone, and we're we'll going to be looking at an interesting European angle on some horror this time, and we're going to be looking at from the aspect of coming into a bit of gruesome slasher, I suppose. Do we, uh, and on that note, I'm, let's talk to our guest who's here today, Mr. Paul Chandler, the Shy Yeti. Hello. Hiya. Uh, how you doing? How you doing, Paul? You okay?
1: Oh, I'm all right, yes, yeah. Glad uh, be you- talking about one of my favourites. Ah,
0: uh, uh, are your eyeballs intact?
1: Uh, well, my, that, that, that's a pointing question. I'm having a bit of hay hayfievery type thing going on at the moment, so my eyeballs aren't that great, but never mind. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a funny one, this one, because it is sort of basically a slasher film, but it's a bit before that term was coined. It, it's more of a giallo, but then giallo is a kind of, like on the way to slashes anyway. But I think this one's a bit of ahead of its uh, ahead of its game in that it's very, know uh, yeah, very much the formula of sort of characters being picked off one by one and not knowing who the killer is, uh, which is my favourite sort of shout out or, or slasher. Because some slashers, you know, who that like with Friday the Thirteenth, you know who the killer is, except for in the first one. Yeah, I kind of liked not knowing because that's part of the the fun of trying to work it out.
0: One of the wonderful things that drove me towards sort of looking up more of this style of film was the way you described it to me before I ever <laughs> saw it. Mm. Tell the audience how you described this film to me.
1: Well, sort of like car- Carry On Abroad meets Friday the 13th or something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a mixture! Mm. I mean, Kenneth, Kenneth Williams wielding a sabre to take someone's head off. It, it's not as graphic. as that. We have to point out it isn't really that graphic, is it? No, because it's from it's it's sort of
1: lots of very red blood stroke paint as for the blood and uh, <laughs> there's a few there's a few moments that you can't believe that they are wow they're really doing that especially <laughs> towards the end but in a, yeah. in a way that really in, sort of thrills me and makes me kind of this is why I like this film it's
0: ridiculous <laughs> it's also an absolutely pure exploitation film isn't it it's um, it does exploit the ladies in their parts, so to speak, in their parts. I said, you naughty audience. But,
1: uh, but in the same way, yeah, that's definitely the case. But also, there are some quite strong women being exploited. I don't know, but there's some quite strong. they are quite, you know, one of the main characters turns to one of the ladies to who's a, who is a photographer and asks her particularly to help because she he sees her as a somebody you know valued to help maybe find solve the problem um so they're
0: not all they're not all sort of oh no there's no, there's no screaming shrinking violets in this film actually yeah. is there yeah. they're all very strong character character led um, women uh, yeah. and it, it's just that they are mainly all on the young side and um, and they're either their clothes fall off <laughs> oh, Michael, I'm telling you the plot. Uh, or um, <laughs> they're scant—they're uh, very scantily clad. But um,
1: There's also something I noticed. There's one woman who, who is the wife of the, the American character. And she's got the sort of, uh, I don't this is really obscure, but she's got like, a, a front of her hair is very blonde. And then at the back, she's... She's got dark hair, which I think must have been very much an in fashion in 74, 75, because I've noticed in early photos of the pop band Blondie, Debbie mm. Harry's hair is blonde. But then on if the you top. see around the back, but she's black, she's brown in brown the back. So whereas later she was just, she, you know, the, the more familiar version of Blondie is, is a blonde haired person. Um, yeah, that, I think that was that was obviously a bit of a fashion around that time. Sorry, very uh, yeah. obscure. No, no, I,
0: I I can't remember that far back, even though I was about... I, I think it might have been the only time I had hair. Ah, no, they'll, they'll, they'll be looking that up next. So, introduce the premise of the film for us, Paul. Well, the, 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 there's a, a coach tour of um,
1: mainly Americans or, or, or sort of English-speaking, because uh, it's... I think I've only ever seen an English dub of this, which... In a, in a way, sort of... I don't know if there is an Italian dub somewhere, but... Uh, oh, I, degrees, have even, I have one. Uh, I have one. Maybe on my Blu-ray. Yeah. But um, which version did you... Did, I've got did both. You I've watch, got multi-channels. Did you, watch, did you watch the English dub, or did you watch the, the subtitled?
0: I watched the subtitled one, actually, this time, because of the English dub. Um, but there's so much more to the subtitled one. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I, I digress.
1: Yeah, I, I just... Well, I, I you know what it's like when you have... Different version. I've got. I've got a DVD version. I've got a Blu-ray version. But rather than dig it out, I I went on YouTube and found a version on YouTube. So <laughs> I, but I think I that did seem Dutch. to be familiar. I did. And actually, when I was f- sort of following the mouths when they were speaking, they do seem to be. I think some of these are Italian films because although it's an Italian film, it's set in Spain, so it's set around Barcelona. But I'm pretty sure sometimes they did different versions of films they they mouth they either mouth the words or they said the words but how do you did you if you before it was dubbed so maybe they'd be very heavily accented um, and, and but yeah some of these films have more than one versions of them I have, and, yeah
0: and I have and to say the lip sync is sometimes yeah. it's remarkable that you think to yourself though although well, they, they must be speaking English here they yeah. must be speaking English here. but yeah the it's almost as if they've They've taken the double takes when I've watched it and they've just reshot it. But yeah. I, I've looked that up and that's not the case. Um, this is an extremely sort of low-budget film from um, Umberto Lenze. He yeah. was very famous in the sort of, um, in, in, the, in the 60s, of producing sort of spy dramas and uh, erotic th- thriller films. And take the spy drama, actually. It is a bit of an erotic theory, uh, thriller, but it is an erotic horror as well, isn't it? So clearly the work of the same murderer. We haven't found it yet. But you can rest assured that that maniac used the same weapon to murder both girls. Now I want to point out something important. All of you are involved in these crimes. Two girls killed in the same party is no coincidence. And The killer could just be one of you.
1: I'm, I've probably seen some of um, his other... Because he did other giallos as well, but this is the one that's always stuck in my head. Because it's it's just that that bit extra it's just that uh, so, some some shallows i find can be a bit slow or, wo- or wordy or uh, there's so many sort of moments in this and and even when there aren't people being attacked uh, that there's, there's just so many bits of, of note that are um, either amusing or whether deliberately or, or or not there's so many things where you can see that there if you watch it again and, and again as i have now um uh, see how they're trying to deliberately make you it I definitely this is one of the first times I watched it where I kind of paid attention to who I knew was the killer to see and and really they're, they're really pointing it towards everybody or or a lot, there's so many things it, it's a really good sometimes you watch these films and it's like it's quite clearly that person from the beginning yeah um, I'm not sure I th- I'm not sure I found that with this at all. I mean, they do point towards, but I can't say there's one. Ca- there's one type of character in these films that they always point towards, but I better not say because that that will. It depends if you want me to. Do. Are we spoiling this or are we just are we? <laughs>
0: are he's spoiling we? this. Um, go on, spoil it. Because often, um, the, the joy in watching the film isn't the ending. The joy in watching the film is the way the characters interact and how it develops. And I think it, it develop uh, you, you talk about how Jalos develop. This one has a lovely bit of pace to it, doesn't it?
1: Does. They often in, in Jalos, point towards the priest as being the killer. That's because
0: I got that impression. It often yeah.
1: is the priest who is the killer. Yeah, depending on how far we're going to spoil, I can is isn't the priest but it very much
0: looks like it's going to be the priest <laughs> yeah. well um, he's quite a sinister character in the fact yeah. that none of the men are likable because they're all yeah. dirty perverts to be fair yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the priest is because he takes that photograph out surrounded by those young girls doesn't he and yeah. I, I better put that into context he was obviously a missionary somewhere or he worked for a um i think he worked for an orphanage didn't he he mentioned a daughter
1: in the just before he just before he meets his... Own, his oh, again. I, I, I thought that was... A, yeah, he meant... Well, he it, may not, I that's a, it, may, it might have been. It might have been. Because you know, if you mean,
0: think about the other thing where he went and visited somewhere where he saw the pig farmer's daughter and he offered her some money. Yeah, yeah. That was just very, very seedy. But it was um, like te- typical 70s blokes on tour, wasn't it, for some of them?
1: There's something I want... Uh, there's, there's something i want to say about the men but i which i'll leave to write to the end because it is right at the end of the film but Ooh. um but i do love that i do love the um the pace it does remind me of uh some of the australian soap operas that i love so much the ones that are, you know you, you you watch five episodes and you're in a totally different world five episodes later than you were because they moved it on so quickly and the, and this feels very very especially for 75
0: it's it's very pacey. Um, so, do do you find these style of films because you have a you have a great insight into watching um, foreign national films? Do you find that 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 style just appeals to you because it's not as what we would class as Americanized or Britishized? Yeah, Britishized—that's terrible, isn't it? But <laughs> that, that, that sort of format—it break. And this definitely breaks a format, doesn't it? Well, I
1: yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm, I I do love. My European travel, I do love France and Italy and Spain and Germany and, and going to the. So, if any film's set in these sorts of places. It's, it just feels
0: like either a reminder of a
1: nice holiday or a sort of reminder that you'd like to go to that place uh, do you
0: know that is exactly when i was watching that this morning that's exactly what it hit me it's it, it's wonderfully shot it's beautifully shot and there's lots of panoramas in the background and they use barcelona quite sparingly don't they and the surrounding villages and they're framed beautifully and there's that lovely bit of coastline as well that yeah that's um uh, sorry i was gonna say that, that it's not a
1: venture park what do you call those things um uh, where the roller coaster and the ghost train is what would you call
0: that oh L- yeah Lumbare. theme parks like it's, yeah. it was like an early theme park yeah the, there, the, the theme yeah. park
1: i've i think i've seen it when i went to barcelona i was in Gaudi park and you could see that there was something up on the hill but i never i never got right up on on the hill, I didn't know about eyeball when I last went to Barcelona for a start. Otherwise you'd might... have been up the hill like yeah, a shot. There, wouldn't you yeah. looking for eyeballs? Um, yeah, but I do remember the rambler. I don't remember anybody standing there um, holding a holding a, yeah. a knife. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, but,
0: so yeah. we're introduced to our characters whilst they're on tour. When they're on tour in Barcelona, they they, they yeah. all stay together as a group. And uh, the first thing they're issued with, because it starts pouring with rain as it does now and again, uh, are these red. Pacamac type things ponchos aren't they yeah it made me what it made me wonder
1: that was was that a planned thing which this is the trouble when you watch films you start thinking about things behind the scenes when what yeah if you watch them a lot i was thinking so it, was, it can't be it must have been fake rain presumably because the fact that they had ponchos was a plot point later on but then it looked it didn't look unconvincing rain so i, I started getting very overly concerned about the rain the weather (laughs) yeah because the the next scene they're in the park and it's stopped so so perhaps it was fake rain for the for the plot point but
0: i think um, they'd have to make it uh, i mean the the ponchos are the main thing because the killer is shrouded in this poncho but it's the fact that it's bright red as well isn't it 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 accentuates the this is the this is the nasty piece where this is the person's going to splatter Mm -hmm everyone in blood, but they, you're not really going to notice them because they're covered in a red poncho. Which reminds
1: me that although the film is called Eyeball, I-, I-, I don't know if the version you saw. When, when it comes up with the title uh, on whatever version you watch, the title yeah. is far longer than Eyeball. Yes, too, actually, yeah. it is. It's um, g- Gatti Rossi, I can't pronounce this properly, So, and Labyrinth a labyrintho de Ventra, which is Red Cats in a Glass Maze, Ooh. which um, I like that. Which I guess the red come, must come from the poncho. A lot of the shallows have that sort of like four flies on red velvet or the bird with the crystal plumage. They often have animals or sort of quite intricate names, a lot of the, a lot yeah. of the famous ones. Um, so I wonder if, even though 75 is sort of towards the end of of, of the shallow period, the shallows turned a bit more into sort of police type dramas they sort of you start getting ones which are a bit more policey and police investigative type um and less of the because the a lot of shallows are from the point of view of uh, uh, you might see detectives but but they're not you know, they're they're less investigative um stories but they there was a bit of a a, more, a bit of a, a evolution of shallows into
0: sort of police procedural type films in the 70s in Italy. So. which which brings us nicely on to the Itali- uh, to the Italian to the um the police force <laughs> headed by the oldest policeman in the world. Yeah, well, who makes to, p- PC George Dixon look like uh, a spring chicken and he's yeah. amazingly color turning hair. It's it's that uh, cliche of it's being his last job before retirement. Yeah, he's, uh, was it, three days away from retirement. It, it yeah. sort of reminded me of um, Lethal Weapon. Yeah. And I was expecting him to go and say, oh, I'm getting too old for this at one point. Um, <laughs> but he, yeah. he's quite quite a bizarre character, isn't he? He's, he's sort of training this young whippersnapper to take his place, isn't he? It's a bit like John
1: Pertwee, uh, an it, Italian it, it, or Spanish John Pertwee. Depending
0: yeah, on. and they drive around in the oldest police car in the world yeah <laughs> which is brilliant it's not as if it's just two policemen there's lots of police officers as, as extras as well but i i just quite liked i i liked the little sort of frissons that they that these two people had it's like father and son wasn't it when he was training training his, his younger yeah. subordinate to go and yeah, take his place quite uh, quite quite uh, sympathetic yeah and he, he was looking forward to his trout fishing at the yeah. end of the film he's yeah. had enough of this
1: i've <laughs> had enough of murders so, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, the first murder comes very quickly. So, oh, very they, quickly, they, yeah. They, um, they, they've, got, they've checked in at the hotel. They've gone down to the Rambler. And he's like, uh, well, the, it doesn't seem to be a separate guide. It's the driver who is the guide because he's like, yeah, check into your rooms and we'll meet in half an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a character, isn't he? Because he, I think they stereotyped him as the typical tries it on with everyone type tour guide. Yeah, he has wind-up uh, spiders and he has that wind that. up spiders and mice to make the women shriek because yeah. yeah. he finds it funny. But he's he's a bit of a he's a bit of a character. He's a bit of a lad, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, oh, and we've got mixtures of American tourists. We've got and European tourists. But the, the, the actors themselves, are, I don't. There's only there's not even an American amongst them, is there? We've got uh, the the main lead who's British, John Richardson. Yeah. Who popped up in a night to remember? Um, Sapphire from nineteen fifty nine, which is a really good film. That's a good one to look out. The wonderful Italian sort of War of the Planets he, he appeared in as the lead as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody else is either Argentinian, French. It's a real mixture, isn't it? And it works so well. There is, I don't, yeah, I don't know because of the dubbing. I don't know whether
1: um, the ones who the what the what particularly. The, the main couple that are supposed to be American,
0: well, probably the actors weren't at all. But, um, no, uh, John Richardson wasn't dubbed at all, so uh, he would have he done that. It. Yeah. There's the
1: one who's telling his wife about uh, how he used to live in Barcelona, and she's like,
0: oh, she's stop, it with, it. <laughs> stop it with a nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, that, you always get that sort of... Uh, but there was a bit of an age difference between those two as well, wasn't there? Yeah. And we have our uh, two two younger ladies in their, I'd say, early 20s. Mm-hmm. One was French actress and one's Italian, I believe.
1: Yes, um, I definitely recognise some other channels. Um, yeah.
0: Is that it, um, it's
1: the girl who makes it to the end? Um, yeah, just. Oh, yeah. How
0: she made that to the end? I, um in this Pellegrini, that's the girl who makes it to the end. Yeah, how she makes it to the end, I don't know, because then the, the, the murderer makes a damn good try at trying to kill her off. He tries to kills her off in the um, in the hotel, in the hospital. Then again, at the castle. In the castle, yeah, it's like ah, oh, uh, and that was the only thing that made me laugh. They were they were so exact about killing people. They managed to allow that particular person to get away, which was which was fun. But one thing
1: I'm not sure whether it was a case of the translation being wrong. But the first, forgive me if I'm wrong, but the the first victim isn't a member of the uh, no, they're not. The group, them, no. But because they said, oh, she's the daughter of the woman or the person who runs the flower stall. But then later the policeman says two deaths on the same uh, on the same trip, and nobody sort of goes, oh, actually, she wasn't on the trip. But I don't know whether that was. I um, just a mistake in the translation, or um, or whether he didn't even realise she wasn't on the trip.
0: Yeah, it was. It it amazed me. It took for three people to be murdered for them to take their passports off them so they couldn't leave. After the first murder, I'd have been gone. They all decided they were going to stick together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, and
1: and the the family who their daughter or their granddaughter. That's right. No, it's their daughter, killed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, he was killed on the. Um, Fairground ride. They they were they were gone pretty quick, he, and the, the passports hadn't been removed
0: by that stage. No, they they were out of there because there's that scene, isn't there, where they're at the desk and they say, "Oh, they're leaving." <laughs> do, do you blame them? <laughs> I mean, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, daughter's been brutally murdered, but I think we'll stay to the end of the trip. <laughs>
1: but on the other hand, they, just because it was their daughter doesn't mean to say that one of them wasn't the, ki- the killer of the daughter. But true. True. Um, they, 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 as far as the police didn't want them to hang around or well, they might have needed them to identify somebody, or they'd have found a particular fact they let them go.
0: It all comes down to the fact that the killer has an artificial eye, or they don't have an eye. And I love the reason how they lost their eye. <laughs> and way. I hadn't realised that until I, I was right at the end, and I didn't remember this until I saw it, and the killer explained why they had a fascination for other people's eyes, they, a they, they would be the same colour. I've got that bit through the film. Yeah, it was the reason they gave, and the, uh, the reason they gave is we were playing doctors and nurses, and they took out my eye. <laughs> oh, God, like what, what were they doing for that to happen? Exactly, what did uh, they? Have? Half a dozen spoons. Just <laughs> stay still. I'm going to pop your eye out. <laughs>
1: uh, it, it was.
0: Uh, yeah, I love, uh, I love that explanation.
1: Oh, there's also the plot, there's so many possibles, that there, because the main guy's wife is implicated, because she's yep. sort of is she in Barcelona, and where is she? She's supposed to be going to arrest rest of the clinic because she's on the edge, and uh, is she there, is she not there? And, and so we're pointed towards way in her. Their
0: town, uh, way back in their hometown in America, yeah, um, been there was a murder, was, been a murder been where somebody's eye had been removed, hadn't Yeah, it?
1: Which is the same thing that's happened to the,
0: the, the victims in Spain so yeah but um, it wasn't related was it this was the bizarre no. thing it just was not related in any shape or form and I thought oh okay because that happens around the world quite a bit <laughs> I remember reading about all these murders with their eyes missing <laughs> please Paulette I guess it's because you didn't tell me the truth about that girl who was killed in Burlington that Terry Moore you must have known her her father cured Alma of her lumbago. And besides which, their house was just down the road.
1: All right. So I might have seen her once or twice. Okay, so I, so I knew her, yes, but it's like the milkman or the policeman who directs the traffic at the corner, the clerk in the drugstore. And from now on, do me a favor, will you? Don't think such stupid things.
0: Okay. The subject's taboo. Yeah,
1: and that's the, that's the girl... Again, another murder of the murders is, isn't somebody on the trip. There's that the girl who's feeding the pigs. Yeah. Um, just gets yep. murdered for the sake of it. And then the pigs snaffle her all up. There's nothing left. <laughs> There's nothing left I know, people, I know pigs are supposed well, the, to go. <laughs> it's rather quick. And rather, they're rather completest,
0: Uh I felt sorry but, for the poor actress because she had to lie on the ground with these pigs snuffling around her, didn't she? Yeah. Um, and... and- the weird, the weird thing about that is, you, you, because initially you start to think, well, it's got to be, the murderer's got to be within the group, and the murderer is killing off the group for some reason, and then yeah, it just goes total left field, and, and you're left, and you're quite right as you said earlier, you're left with so many suspects.
1: And there's that scene where the, the the woman is seen washing her boots because which oh, makes yeah. them think that she must be the killer uh, and and uh, and she says well i couldn't put these my spare boots i couldn't put them in my my brand new handbag with covered in dirt so, <laughs>
0: uh, do you do you often have a spare pair of boots i, I always carry a spare I, pair of boots yes uh, in case i, I end up traping around some pigs it's funny how the
1: uh <laughs> yeah the 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 lay, the lady who saw the American lady who saw the lady cleaning her boots doesn't. She, she's very quick to tell the police. oh, well, I saw her doing, this. Yeah, <laughs> like um,
0: I, I saw this teacher. I saw them do this teacher. <laughs> it, but it uh, is a very enjoyable, very enjoyable film. I loved this film, and, and yeah. it's made me wanted to watch more. It really has.
1: There are less these ones where it's turned up to to, to ten or eleven. So, so, they are the ones that I tend to. I do have other favourites that are probably, uh, as, as um, over the top. <laughs> a lot of a lot of shallows, the earlier ones, they they often take the sort of um, Patricia Highsmith like um, strangers on a train thing. Somebody meets somebody and says, "Oh, I've got this really annoying." wife when um, they go oh, I've got this really annoying husband and they go oh should we kill them both then if you killed my <laughs> wife and I call your husband then no one will ever guess the re-. so there the, the were those types of jello, and quite a few along those lines and then there's also quite a few where wife of wife of somebody is being driven Mad, to want of a better word by lots of things that happen to her and then nobody witnesses them and all the oh poor dear she's uh, she's online for the for the for the clinic and uh, <laughs> so there's quite a lot of sort of oh my oh my goodness um, she's losing her marbles type shallows you can see how they you know they kind of had to find other other ways of doing
0: these things so if you're introducing someone to the shallow would you use this particular film as an in I would. But even though I know it's
1: not considered one of the, the, um, it's I think it's got a a, a following because people the uh, people who like the the slightly more cheesier sort of over the top ones. But uh, I don't know that it always turns up in the top
0: ten or anything. Um, no, I, I was reading a review on that, and at the time it gets absolutely panned. But now it's it's almost a cult following, isn't
1: it? So what, it's one you can sort of imagine. A bit like people go and watch Rocky Horror in a big cinema, and kind of, this is, or, or you know, those sort of films where people go and they kind of everyone sits there and joins in. You could almost imagine this being a sort of a, a genre along those lines, where people. everyone
0: kind of, pops their left eye out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were going to yeah. say about you were going to say about the men earlier, something.
1: Well, I was going to say I like how the the main guy who for the whole time has been after his secretary and for whatever reason by the end that doesn't work out and because and, uh, he's the one with the wife who's in the clinic or should be in the clinic and because uh, the, the the secretary is no longer around and he's promising her that no, he's finished with his wife. Divorce is impending. When when that's not when that's not possible, at the end of the film, he's back talking to his wife like, "Oh no, we're fine. Everything's fine. We're going back together. I love you." But you, you can't. <laughs> if you see, so if you can't, you can't have the secretary for whatever reason. You're quite happy to go back to uh, kind of make There is jack-
0: a lot of misogynistic behaviour here, uh, but it has to be taken in the context of. It is slightly tongue-in-cheek yeah, and I, it is, it's slightly highlighting, yeah, people do behave like this.
1: I mean, it is a good build-up for the last five minutes or so, because hmm. not only is the um, the, the scene where you, you see the killer pop their eyeball out. Oh, that's uh,
0: horrible, yes. But, well, it's not uh, I, implied, yes. sorry. Yes. But, um, yeah, that's, that's quite well done, isn't it?
1: But then there's the, the scene, and I've seen this in another of my favourites, where... The, per- the person who's observing this happening can't help but scream and runs and then finds she can't get out of the castle. <laughs> yeah. And then she's trying to get the key and she's trying to use her necklace to hook the key. And then we see the hand of the killer because the killer's got a, a red red glove. I mean, we know who the killer is by that point, so yeah. they didn't really have to just show the red glove. The, 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 red, the, the killer hooks the necklace over the key to help her... Op- because she knows that once she's opened the door she'll run straight into her there's a, another film that i love called Torso which i think i may have um, mentioned to you before where the first half of it is very slasher and the second half is like a, a hitchcock film where there are four or five girls or staying in a in a in a villa in italy or, or away from the nearest village and it, 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 one of them one of them is ill and the killer turns up and kills thinks they've killed all of the girls, but they didn't realise that there was this other one uh, who had been unwell and was sli- having an early night. So that the, the remaining girl has to tiptoe around, hoping to get away. But at some point, the killer realises she's there, and there's the same thing where she's trying to get out of a room, and she, uh, she she puts she knocks the key onto onto the onto the ground and, and then you see the killer's hand pushing a bit of newspaper so that the key because the key drops out but it doesn't fall on the newspaper she was going to use but you see a little hand sort of oh I'll just give you a little bit of help because I know that when you ah, open the gonna door go, I'm right going to be right waiting
0: right for you and I thought exactly well, why are they just showing her hands we know who the killer is just to just show the killer but then
1: <laughs> then also once it's all resolved they kind of realise who it is by finding some fo- some a real photographs. That because at one point the, the attacks <laughs> yes. the, the, the photographer uh, and destroys all our photos but I can't remember why now I've forgotten but there must have been one reel that had survived or stayed in it our handbag fa- it
0: was found um wasn't it found in the room? And the priest said, "All oh, give." No, it was found on the bus, wasn't it? It was oh, found right, on the yeah. bus. The young girl so it found it on the bus. Yeah. So it the wasn't priest destroyed. said, "All." Oh, yeah, I'll get. I'll get it. Um, I'll get it developed yeah, for you. It,
1: des- it wasn't destroyed when all the other ones were destroyed, and it right. just happens to have a, a photo <laughs> of of the 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 lady who survives posing with a flower, taken by the photographer, but then in the background the killer is the killer there, clutching a knife clutching a knife and looking very machiavellian um, yes uh, 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 and, um, in the middle of the Rambler, which is one of the most busy parts of barcelona <laughs> uh, i mean she has just she would have just oh, I mean, we said she but uh, she would have just have killed the first victim at that point it
0: was but, it was wonderful it, it's what i that just, does give me a belly laugh yeah. when i see that
1: it's just it's just that little element of cheese that uh, just raises the film up. Uh, um, to those little silly things that uh, oh, some people yeah. would find annoying, but
0: uh, oh, uh, no, I think you've got to I'm watch you've got to watch the film with a certain amount of tongue firmly based in your cheek. Yeah, which I think will make um, Halloween watching very entertaining for anybody who hasn't seen this. So yeah, yeah it's 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 available on several platforms as we say it's on it's available on blu-ray i've got my blu-ray for nine pounds or if you want to try out first it's on as it, it says you watch it on youtube
1: it was a good copy there was a there were a couple of little adverts for a podcast in the middle of it but uh, the picture wise i don't know whether it looked as good as my dvd print so it probably is the dvd print but uh, yeah I, it's, it's, it's one that's very
0: watchable to go to go back to yeah fine yeah, it's 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 not it's not heavy going, but it is one of those. Oh, I call it a a late. You could quite happily have it on late night with friends on a Saturday and sit and watch it with a load of popcorn and have a have a good fun time watching it. I love the music score. Oh, the music I score. have to say, the music score just just. <laughs> It's about, I I equated it with sort of something like Dracula 1972 AD. The music doesn't go with the film because it's quite jaunty and happy, isn't it?
1: It reminds me a bit of um, Dudley Simpson doing music for City of Death.
0: um, Yeah, it complements the city beautifully well, doesn't it? And the locations beautifully well. But you don't think it's the sort of theme music you'd have with a slasher type horror
1: thriller, would you? I think... um, once you've seen quite a few shallows, you'll find that yeah, the music is kind of like they're, it's,
0: they're one of the main things. That you know, Unique, about, yes, yeah, fun. You know, I that. fun, I loved it. So what will you be watching come this Hallows' Eve then? I do have some, some
1: favourites. Now I've watched this, I won't watch this one again, but uh, not so soon. But yeah, uh, I mean... I like the Scream films. Obviously, they're a bit more recent. In fact, some, some very recent in one of the cases. But lots of lots of Italian ones. It's just a matter of thinking of which ones I haven't I watched for a while. Except for the one or two that I, I do love. Because at Christmas, I always watch Black Christmas. That's like a Christmas Day thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are you watching think, you at Christmas? Oh, I watch a horror movie. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 well, on, on that note... You've wow. seen Margot Kid, you've seen Margot Kidder get um, and start being rude to because.
0: <laughs> well, well, that's marvellous. Thank you very much indeed, Paul, for introducing us to Abel. That's a definite uh, watcher. forgive the term uh, of phrase. But thank you yeah. very much. It's great fun. It is great fun to watch. I, I I loved it. It's not too gruesome. It's just wonderfully silly as well, isn't it? Yeah. And sometimes not in an intentional way. You can catch Paul on the Shy Life podcast and enter his immersive world of strange characters on the Shy Life podcast. He is prolifically producing his podcast at the moment. You're going bonkers, man. <laughs> How that many have happen. you got out? Of, what, what, what issue number are you on now? About 580, I think. Oh, good God. Honestly, do your ears a treat. You will really enjoy it. That is the Shy Life podcast. Warren's on it too so. oh yes I'm I'm there as well being abused eyeball has nothing on it believe me <laughs> <laughs> thanks again Paul and you take good care of yourself yeah, my pleasure bye bye that was part one of the Halloween special from The Cinematic Sausage join me Warren H. Cummings for part two coming up later this month where I take a look at the 1972 Spanish film Horror Express starring Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee that's all coming up in part two of the Halloween special. Hope you can join me. How was that for you, darling? That was good, thank you, yeah.